welcome to the Launch Podcast. I'm Emma Bjorngard-Bussain, Academic Advisor in the School of Business at the Stanford campus. And this is Kayla Hogreave, Academic Advisor for the UConn School of Business on the Hartford campus. In this episode, we're talking to three of our School of Business peer advisors, Angela and Jordan, who are both finance majors, and Sarah, who is an accounting major. And all three of them are graduating in May 2021. We wanted to catch them before they graduated and have them share some of their wisdom and experiences So in this episode, you will hear them touch on a couple of different themes. So they talk about the importance of finding community, stepping out of your comfort zone, uh, self-advocacy and developing confidence in general throughout your college experience, and then uh, about being strategic with your engagement. So this is a very interesting and exciting and inspiring episode. So let's get right into it. So what is your name and what is your major at UConn? Hi, um, my name is Angela and uh, my major is MIS. I'm Sarah and I am an accounting major. Hi, my name is Jordan and I'm a finance major. Sarah, can you share one thing you did to step out of your comfort zone as a first year student at UConn? Um, As a first year student, I was involved in the BCLC and with that, we had a lot of networking opportunities that were optional to us. And as a first year student, I definitely took advantage of all of those opportunities to like grow myself professionally. And I think kind of putting myself outside of my comfort zone in those initial years really helped prepare me for when I started going through recruitment of internships and full-time career as well. Now, when you were invited to those networking sessions, did you kind of have to like psych yourself up because you want to like kind of convince yourself to go or were you like right from the get-go? Yes, I definitely want to do this. It definitely took myself some convincing because this is all completely new to me. Um, And then I found the more and more I got involved with these sort of events, the more comfortable I was and the less pushing it took me each time because it was now something that was normal to me. Um, But I would have to say the first time was very nerve wracking and I would think that would be completely normal. Angela, what about you? Was there one thing that you did to step out of your comfort zone as a first year student? Yeah, I actually had a really great opportunity from the honors program where um, I get to take a class and then uh, teach a class for UNIV, like for freshman year classes to teach about uh, how to go through college life and whatnot. And in that class, we had an intensive practice of public speaking. So that's one of the things I wasn't good at in high school. And uh, within that class, I definitely learned how to do so. And then it made me very confident. And the other thing was also definitely actively reach out to uh, make friends for sure freshman year that I put a lot of effort into it, which resulted in me having a big network of peers. So those are two things that I think uh, helped me the most in, you know, stepping out of comfort zone. And that public speaking is like building a muscle, right? It's like Mm -hmm. so painful at first. And there are very few people who like really enjoy it, you know, initially, but then Mm -hmm. the more you do it, the better you get at it, right? Exactly. It, it definitely led me to ha- uh, be able to participate in a lot of the case competition later on. So I definitely see that um, progression. So Jordan, what was your biggest learning curve as a new college student? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, you know, coming out of high school, I had never been like the star student in high school, but, you know, I kind of started to kind of really focus more on academics later on uh, in my high school career. So when I was starting college, you know, I 
really still wanted to perform at the same high level. And that was one of the big motivations for me. But, you know, as a new college student, you're really finding that being able to kind of balance a college workload and perform at the same level early on in the college career, as well as do all the other different things that you want to do, like getting involved, balancing all of that is really difficult. Um, And you have a lot more kind of ownership over your own schedule. And so, you know, it's really a difficult learning curve and kind of really finding out what you know, type of college experience you want to have in the first few years, and also adapting uh, to kind of take on those additional responsibilities, perform at, you know, the college level uh, in your classes, and, you know, really also figure out how to just live your life as a college student in those first few years. Definitely, because you don't want to burn out either just trying to do everything, you know. Um, What about you, Sarah? Um, I would say it would be self-advocacy. Um, I remember like going through like with some conversations with career professionals, they're like, oh, like your grades look really good. And I'm like, oh no, it's nothing, nothing special. Like, even though like I put hours and hours of tireless effort into like making sure the grades are what I wanted them to be. Um, I like, cause I do have like the tendency to doubt myself from time to time. And I think I learned as I progressed in my career, like to like take ownership of like your accomplishments and not to see them as like something that can just be brushed off the shoulder, but say like something that you, I worked hard for and that I I earned during my undergrad career. Yeah, it's like you want to take some time to celebrate like the effort you put in and then the outcome of it, right? That's important. What about you, Angela? Yeah, something uh, similar to Sarah too. Um, for me, it was uh, being confident. Uh, for me, I had those learning curves in high school already because uh, f- high school for me was challenging. So I learned how to study. I learned how to be organized and all that. But for me, I still had a, this doubt that I was not good enough. Um, you know, I still needed to try harder. But, you know, at the end, looking back, there were a lot of situations I probably benefited myself more if I projected myself confident in that, you know, other people believe me in that sense and you know I'll be more willing to step out to do things as well um, there's some opportunities that I missed because I wasn't confident in myself but that was the biggest learning curve and it took a while for me to um, learn that you know I am good and you know I can try on new things as well Sarah what is one common misconception or maybe a misconception that you had about starting college going into UConn I had this Um, sort of idea that professors were cold people that don't help their students. I'm not sure if this is from like the movies or from like my parents telling me like also like in high school my teachers would be like your professors won't hold your hands they're just going to teach you a lecture and go from there but um kind of going through my college I college I remember so oh goodness I like was trying to remember this one professor that really changed my mentality completely it was a microeconomics professor I think his name was Derek Johnson and he was very much for his students and he really showed his compassion and his care that he wanted to see you learn the material and he also wanted to see you improve and that was a class I took my freshman year and ever since then like my entire like conceptions coming into college were completely shifted because I realized like a lot of the professors here like love their job they want to help students and they want to make you learn and like advance yourself further um so from there I was able more um able to go into office hours and more um apt to just communicate with my professor more rather than shy away completely because I thought they were these um, very cold beings. That's great. Jordan, what about you? What was a misconception that you had when you were starting? 
I, I would say I agree with Sarah, um, you know, just about the professor thing, because I also had a similar experience, but with a professor. Um, but my, I think, biggest misconception was, you know, now that I'm a senior and we've had this pandemic is just that you have all the time in the world uh, in college. And I think that, you know, I look back and think, you know, when I was starting college, I felt like four years was an eternity. Like you had all the time in the world, you could do whatever you wanted and post-grad work wouldn't come, you know, fast enough or something like that. And, you know, now looking back on it, it's just been such, it's kind of just flown by and it just made me value or, you know, looking back, I wish I almost valued each semester a little bit that much more and had that much of a better experience each semester. What has been your most impactful college experience? Uh, and I will start with Angela. Yeah, um, I think looking back on my four years of college, I think one of the most impactful things I did as a collective is actually helping out freshmen. Um, I've been freshman RA for one and a half year. You know, I've been international peer advisor to, you know, help out with international freshmen uh, for, you know, about two years now. And, uh, and with the um, teaching unit in the honors class, uh, I've done that for a semester. So, you know, for the junior and senior year of my college year, I even, you know, tried to help out freshmen in one way or the other, right? Um, in that, I feel like I made the most impact. Yeah, maybe some people don't remember me at, at the end of the day, but, you know, I was there in their life at some point in their lives. And, you know, one of the most vivid time of their life, you know, freshman year, everything's new. You're just like observing this new environment, you know, learning about new things, you know, very exciting time. And, you know, of course, there's a uh, difficulty that comes with it too. And being able to help when that difficulty comes for the first time in their life is something really meaningful to me. And, you know, I'm so glad that I I was able to pass on like different knowledges that I learned in my way to tell them, you know, oh, you could do this way. And also I just able to, I was able to learn a lot of the resources on campus that I was able to pass on that I necessarily didn't know freshman year. So um, even though I personally don't see the effect that um, the things I did, but I'm hopeful and I'm very sure that um, I was able to help someone's life. So that's uh, one of the most impactful things I did. Yeah, that's so true. That's so nice. Um, Jordan, what about you? Yeah, I, I might take a different route than Angela. Um, and I'll focus on, I think, the most impactful college experience that I had on me. I'm, I'm kind of debating between which one to talk about. At a high level, there were multiple opportunities for me to kind of go outside of UConn and participate in these kind of really big events. Um, one of them was run through residential life, um, this big kind of residential national organization conference that I had the opportunity to go to. And the other one was run through um, JP Morgan, the big bank. And it was kind of like a really big early career event that happened for three days. And, you know, both of them were really unique in that they allowed me to really step out, you know, take my experience at UConn and step outside and look at, you know, meet other college students at other universities, Stanford, Harvard, Northeastern, uh, all of these different universities. And I just realized, you know, how valuable our experience, my experience was and how unique and positive, I guess, you know, I could kind of look back on my experience and find, you know, value in the work I was doing and how my unique experience was equal and able to be matched at no matter who else 
which other student across the U.S. that I was comparing myself to. And that kind of helped me gain a lot more self-confidence in myself. Yeah, that's a great answer. I want to hear Sarah's answer too to this question. Um, my biggest impact would have to be my involvement in Huskython. My first year, I wasn't really sure what Huskython was and like a lot of people were advocating for it. And I really wasn't sure what the big deal was. But I know it's for a great cause, like for Children's Medical Center, but I never actually partook in it. And so my freshman year, I chose to do the full 18 hours and just like seeing the, the million dollars that we raised. Actually, the first year we didn't, we didn't get to the million dollars. That was my sophomore year. But just seeing the amount of money we raised after those full 18 hours when you're completely sleep deprived and seeing like the miracle children's faces and the parents crying, like that was probably like the most impactful thing that's happened to me at UConn, maybe even my my whole life. But um, it really kind of set the path for my future that I know like service is something that I want to continue with because it's so rewarding. And it's just great to see like the impact that it makes. Angela, what do you know now that you wish you knew four years ago? Um, And do you have any advice for incoming first-year business students? Yeah, I guess I have, if I break it down, it'll be three, right? One is prepare yourself before you come to UConn. Definitely, you know, read different books about college, uh, read, you know, even watch some YouTube videos. That's what I did personally. That helped me a lot uh, before coming to college. Um, and the other thing, you know, you want to know is that in college, unlike high school, especially UConn, it's a big college. Uh, there will be a lot of people that you can meet. And on the other side, there is no structure of classroom anymore. There is oh, no like same class, like, oh, you're going to have same people together for the whole entire year for the whole same period you know you mean like a cohort experience cohort experience yes exactly yeah um so if you have any trouble with some people or you you're growing too you know your personality is changing too so if you feel like you don't fit with those group of people if you don't feel comfortable with those people you can always leave and it won't be like high school you can always find new people for sure that's something i didn't know um and i wish people knew that too the last thing i want to say is definitely uh even if you miss an opportunity at some point, there will always be one more. It might not be exactly the same one, but there will be always more. For example, I first applied to the um, one of the business e-board, but I was too afraid, as I said earlier about the confidence problem, right? I was too afraid to actually go there and speak it. So I actually forfeited before even I went there. And I regretted that for a very long time. Uh, but then I was like, okay, I'm going to try it again. And I actually liked another cl- club more, astronomy. And then I find people in there. I found my community there and I actually ran for eboard. So when you even, you know, UConn is a big university, so there's always opportunity for, you know, more things and the things you might have missed before. So, you know, you don't have to rush. You just have to, you know, look for that opportunity and keep going with it. I love that example. It's like when one door closes, another one opens and you're exactly, exactly where you are meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of corny, but true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sarah, what about you? What do you, what advice do you have for incoming students that you wish you knew four years ago? say my advice for incoming students is to pursue pursue your interests. Um, UConn is huge. There are so many clubs and organizations that there are to get involved in. And the fact that we have like a beekeeping club just shows that if you have an interest, we likely have a club for that. Um, so kind of pursuing getting involved in those organizations like that have like the same interests as you is how you build your um, UConn community more and more. And that's something I wish I did. I didn't go to the involvement fair my freshman year because I thought I had to be very static in what I was like just business, um, maybe um, going to the gym, things like that. But there's other things that I wish I pursued. Like I always looking back, my biggest regret was not trying out for like the club softball team and things like that. Um, but definitely utilizing the resources that UConn has for you is um, definitely my biggest piece of advice. 
So I have the last question. Uh, what will you miss the most about UConn? And I'll start with Jordan. I think, you know, I was recently back on campus and I was telling Emma about this, but, you know, I was walking around and, you know, I missed the whole experience. And, you know, really that for me just told me that, you know, I really miss, you know, the college experience. And that's kind of a very broad um, kind of definition. But what I kind of mean is that, you know, college throws a lot at you. And freshman year, you know, you're getting, uh, trying to get involved, trying to figure out what college is, trying to figure out how to get through college. And sophomore year, you're kind of just building on that. And each semester, each year, you really have the opportunity to embrace what college throws at you and use that to kind of grow and develop and try something new and challenge yourself. And so, you know, there were so many opportunities early on um, that, you know, helps me grow and develop as a person that, you know, we're we're in a safe space. It's Yukon, right? It's not the real world where, you know, you, if you make a mistake, you might get fired. And I had the opportunity to get involved in, to take risks. And for example, like my freshman year, I got involved in my dorms hall association, which basically means you're helping to organize events for the community that you just met freshman year. Um, another risk I took was participating in a stockfish competition for finance society my first semester freshman year, when I didn't know any accounting, didn't know what a stock pitch was. And that was so foreign, but I got to, you know, have that experience. I got to meet upperclassmen and these really influential people that ultimately helped me grow and develop into who I am today. And, you know, I think looking back, those experiences are what I'm so grateful for and I, what I'll miss the most. What about you, Sarah? Um, I would say the Yukon community mentality, like the bleed blue, like when you just walk through Star Center or on campus, there's likely a good portion of everyone's wearing Yukon gear. Um, if you were to shout like Yukon into the street, someone would definitely know what you're talking about, maybe think you're crazy. Um, but if you were to do that outside of Yukon, someone would probably not even know what chant you're saying. Um, just like the basketball games, like how like whenever like the campus just lights up when we win. I remember there's one day, I think the woman's just won going into the big four and I just heard screaming and shouting outside the window. Like that's something I probably will never get again outside of UConn. And then that's something that I'm gonna truly miss going forward. I just have to mention this, this is so funny. Like when I came to UConn in 2013, it must have been, yeah, for grad school, that's when the men won and the women won. And I just like, 14, 2014. Yeah, and I just remember being like, blown away like that was like all I wanted as an undergrad but at my school we didn't have the same kind of school spirit so then getting it in grad school I was like oh my god and you do feel such a connection to to the place so it's just so amazing that you you all had that you know as well, technically you when we we're in school for the past four years we never won <laughs> yeah I know it, it was, was from that. when it, we're we, freshmen we to the senior we just never won <laughs> So sad. <laughs> What's awesome is like as an alum, oh you can have the same passion. Um, and like yeah. no matter what city you're in, like in the United States, there's always like a Yukon alum community that you can get plugged into, which is which is nice. Totally. Anyway. What about you, Angela? What will you miss the month? 
as much as it's weird to say I miss being busy as a UConn student, you know, I cherish every moment that I was in the moment that I love doing case competitions. You know, uh, sometimes I one time I bumped into this basketball woman's basketball player at the bathroom for no reason. Um, you know, I remember the me and my friend walking to find my math, our math final in the very, very cold weather, that campus walk, you know, and knowing that there's a community, you, you look around, uh, you look at the campus through your dorm and know that where you are and you feel safe that all oh, these people that are around me are, you know, also the same people who are, you know, trying to achieve the same life milestone to, you know, graduate to learn more, right? Um, you know, even studying with, you know, friends at the library, like past 2 a.m. is also some fun memories that I had that, uh, you know, it will be hard to, you know, get outside of college experience and miss those small pieces. Not, not anything big, not anything, you know, dramatic, but uh, small pieces of college life that define me, uh, who I am, who I am surrounded with, um, you know, those things I'm going to miss for sure, you know, people and the environment as a whole. Can I add something to that? <laughs> no, I completely agree with that because, you know, a lot of the time you're not doing something like super out of this world. You're just, you're studying for classes, you're doing homework, but I just remember like some of the best memories I had were, you know, me and my study group, we would always go to like the library, specific part of the library, the basement, which had like these really big tables, which we could kind of group around. And we'd all just like sit there in collective misery <laughs> doing homework and, you know, studying. But, you know, it was, you know, especially as it kind of came to like finals week, although everyone was under a lot of pressure, everyone was like working really hard to make sure they like were studying and making sure they were like ready for exams, you would see that there would be like the library would be full and you would have this almost like <laughs> community all like participating in this one huge challenge um, working individually, but you would all feel like you were part of something bigger, even, <laughs> even though it was just finals preparation. But, you know, those small parts of, you know, college life are really the ones that I have really fond memories of. Perfect. Those are great answers. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. That's those were all our questions, Taylor, right? Yeah, you're, you're all taking me on a trip down memory lane, too. <laughs> That's what I miss the most about college is, like, you used to be able to walk out your door, walk down the hall, and, like, go see your friends. It's going to be great. <laughs> Collective <laughs> misery in the basement of the library. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, well, thank you all so much. That was really excellent. Emma, one of the things that stood out to me hearing Angela and Sarah and Jordan speak was the idea of finding your community at UConn and how important that is. And Sarah really gave some great advice in telling students to pursue their interests, including those outside of business. Um, and she shared that she was so focused on getting experience within business and business student organizations that it wasn't until she was a part of Huskython a little bit later on in her undergraduate career that she realized just how connected and uh, how much of a part of a community she felt once she started pursuing those student organizations that maybe weren't necessarily aligned with business. Yeah, I think she was really touching on something important there where 
sometimes, you know, you, you kind of have to step outside your you know, business community and into a different community just to find people, you know, that share your experience, maybe, whether that's related to an interest you have, you know, your identity, whatever it is. So it can really kind of enrich your overall experience and it can help you, you know, build confidence. And it's nice to have a group of friends maybe that are not in your major um, or your or your college because they are meeting other people. They know of other events and, you know, social opportunities that you can kind of take part of and branch out into. So, you know, that was something that stood out to me too. And I feel sometimes, you know, speaking to students who, who graduated and, you know, even my own experience, I also can look back at my college time and kind of not regret, but wish that I had branched out a little bit more. So it was very refreshing to hear uh, Sarah's perspective there. And along those lines of stepping out of your comfort zone, that was another common theme that I heard specifically when Angela was talking about that she was an FYE mentor and really had to grow into being a skilled public speaker. You know, that level of discomfort maybe that she felt at first is really how she grew and developed. And it led to her being able to participate in case competitions and get some experience and maybe make herself more competitive for internships and jobs. So that was another another big thing that I took away was you're gonna feel uncomfortable. And if you do, then you're doing it right. And that's really how you develop and grow as a student and get more experiences. You're a faculty member. So what did you think about when Sarah and Jordan were talking about their relationships with faculty and developing their relationships with faculty? Yeah, I feel often students kind of have this perception or understanding or feeling that, you know, professors are, you know, kind of scary, unapproachable, you know, um, intimidating, maybe a little bit like I know I felt that way. And and I've had students share that with me, too. You know, I think it's just worth to just try and push yourself, meet them in their office, you know, and see that they're just human beings. Faculty want you to succeed. So often they're open to even if you don't have a specific question about the content of a class to just go and say hi, introduce yourself, whether that's in person or online and just, you know, build that, you know, human connection to another person. And then you're going to feel more comfortable, both obviously going to their office hours like in, in person or online and ask questions about like the course itself or even in class. For me, for example, like I am an introvert and it was always so helpful to kind of build a relationship with my professors out side of the classroom, you know, during office hours, because then when I was in class, I felt like I knew them. Somehow that made it easier for me to, you know, speak up in class and feel more comfortable. And they would then, you know, I felt encouraged me even more because they know me. So it's going to be more comfortable for them too. Um, so I definitely think it's, uh, it goes both ways in terms of, you know, the importance of building those relationships. And it is very strategic to build those relationships too. Because if you think about it, if you have a connection, you know, with your faculty, member, you're going to feel more uh, comfortable uh, to ask them maybe for a letter of recommendation in the future or just insight, you know, into different career paths. Sometimes it's just nice to have someone, you know, who uh, maybe is familiar with a graduate program you might be interested in, or just the experience of going to graduate school eventually, or pursuing a job. You know, these individuals, your faculty members, they are people who have gone through all those steps. You know, they're successful in their in their careers and in what they do. So they can, of course, be mentors and give you really good feedback and advice. 
Thanks, Emma. It's really helpful to hear your perspective as someone who is both a faculty member and an advisor. Emma, another thing that I heard repeated a lot with a sense of nostalgia almost from students who haven't even graduated yet <laughs> is how those four years or your time in college really flies by. And you even said you don't have time to do everything. So what do you think about that? What, what else do you want to add? Yeah, I feel like kind of in you know relation to that, they talked about how when you look back at your time in college, what you will miss and what stands out to you are the small things, you know, like walking with your friends uh, from the library back to the dorm and it's really cold outside and you like ran across campus or, um, you know, uh, when you stayed up super late and you're in the library and what was a collective misery or something like that, I think they said, uh, studying for an exam, right? You'll remember those things fondly. Um, so I think it's important to keep that in mind. And, you know, in terms of being strategic, um, you know, really thinking intentionally about maybe what clubs and organizations you want to get involved in and kind of maybe set goals for yourself if there are things that those clubs organize um, that you want to do, like how can you build your skill set to be able to participate in those activities, whether that's, you know, a case competition or um, pitches and things like that. So that is our episode with the peer advisor sharing their wisdom to our new students. And we hope you found it helpful and fun to listen to.